Hello, and welcome to the Cowbell Triangle and Kazoo podcast. I am your host, Anthony Knox. You can follow me at RealAnthonyKnox on Instagram, as well as follow the show at Cowbell Triangle Kazoo on Instagram. I'm slowly getting into the rest of the social media platforms, but Instagram is going to be my primary mode of social media. I'm really excited to bring you today's show with the band Promise Game. They describe themselves on their Facebook page as a lyrically relevant, creatively bound, and harmonically emphasized band that finds the balance between early 2000s pop punk and the modern day genre. For me, Promise Game just makes great music that I want to listen to over and over again. Promise Game is a band based out of southern New Hampshire, with one of their band members now being a quote-unquote masshole. They are a five-piece band, and I've had the privilege of speaking with three of the members during this interview. We talked about the origins of the band, a lot of their influences that brought them to where they are today, and of course, the music that they have created. Before we get into the episode, I would like to give a shout-out to punkrockspage.com. This is a great group of passionate music fans from the UK that focuses on bringing bands that you may not know of, but should, to your attention, just like I'm doing with this podcast. Give them a follow on Instagram, at punkrockspage, and check out their website, punkrockspage.com. And now, let's get ourselves pumped up with a little Promise Game track. While this track is not necessarily something that's going to pop pump you up it is for sure just an amazing song that we talk a lot about during this podcast it's the song called pinks and blues and it's off their uh, ep called it won't be long now simply it's just a great song and it should help you get psyched for the interview
All right, everyone. So here I am with the band Promise Game. Uh, guys, why don't you say hello? Hey, what's hello. going on? Everybody? Hey. All right. What's going on? And so we're gonna go. Uh, we're gonna go. Uh, well, for me, the, obviously, this is not a visual podcast, so me saying we're going to go left to right means absolutely nothing to you guys. Um, but uh, so to my left, uh, we've we've got uh, Promise. Uh, why don't you give us your your real name and and uh, and we'll go. Yeah, no, you got us on Google Meet, so like I'm <laughs> under the band's Google, and then I think like Adam over there, he's under like his wife's or something. So like I'm Colin under Promise. I'm the uh, lead singer vocalist for Promise Game. And then we've got burning, which, which may be the maybe the worst out of the three. <laughs> There's a story behind it. Don't worry. Yeah. Uh, oh well, we'll we'll get to it in a minute. Yeah. So. yeah. Uh, I'm Eric, keyboard, synth, piano. You know, got some books in there too. Generally but, tickling the ivories and everything. Some variety. All right. All right. And then uh, and then we have Jessica at the end. <laughs> What's up, everyone? It's Adam, uh, secondary vocalist, rhythm guitar. Excellent, excellent. That's his beautiful, beautiful girlfriend. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, this is uh, this is the first uh, uh, first interview I've done where f- multiple screens are happening, and and so normally it's just it, there is nothing on the bottom because exactly uh, nothing, nothing to worry about. But uh, no, we threw a curveball right off the bat. Uh, I mean, fantastic. So, but let's uh, so before we even get into anything, so what's the story behind why your name's uh, burning here? I'm on my business account. I'm, yeah. a, I'm, a, I'm a professional photographer. My company name is Burning Dodge, so uh, that's why you're saying burning. He also has a fiery burning beard. That that's, is so yeah, that's very true. That's very, true. I'm, I'm I'm as gingery as they come. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, props for props for rocking the beard. I, I mean, it's uh, uh, I mean, it's here in Vermont. It's uh, been. Uh, you know, in the '80s, even the '90s, recently, and there's no fucking way that I would have a beard that that thick and and be able to survive. So, um, kudos to you for not you know dying of heat exhaustion on top of everything Season else. That. Oh, I'm I'm hot all the time. I'm a big fan. <laughs> <laughs> just adapt. <laughs> oh, so so uh, first off the bat, uh, thank you guys so much for uh, for being a part of this and and actually being the very first band uh, to yeah. be here on. Uh, on the Cowbell Triangle and Kazoo podcast, awesome. so, um, That's so cool. yeah, and so great. Uh, if anybody I, know, I need a triangle I'm, or a I've cow- got a triangle going right I, now. I've got my, a, my, uh, triangle. my Cowbell Triangle Kazoo are sitting uh, right over there on the shelf, and and uh, I can I can rock a cowbell, I can rock the triangle, but for the for the fucking life of me, I cannot get a kazoo to do anything. I I gotta I, I gotta practice a little. You have to hum into it. You gotta hum into it, I, man. I, listen, I've tried humming. I've just tried blowing into it. It's just it. The Eric, kazoo uh, doesn't like me. Eric's a music teacher. He can give you lessons. He can make anything sound good. There we go. There we go. For the low price of $60 an hour, I'll teach you. <laughs> it's, it's prorated if I can figure it out in, two, in a couple minutes, though, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, I'll consider it, but you got to fucking master at that point. There's a, there's a proration within the first half hour, but after half an hour, you're paying for the full hour. Gotcha. I'm gotcha. As, yeah, it's so, kind of like a lawyer some, in some ways. If I could hit, if I can just hit 29 minutes, I'll be all right. So, perfect. You'll be fun. That's <laughs> so. true. Um, it's in the contract. So <laughs> <laughs> it's funny he said that because Eric was like his big thing was contracts, contracts, contracts. Gotcha. gotcha. <laughs> yeah, you have to have a contract. I know. Yeah, it's, you got to have everything in writing nowadays. So, um, so let's let's start. You know, first and foremost, uh, the name Promise Game. Um, you know, uh, where did where did the name come from? 
Um, and, and you can incorporate this into just kind of the origins yeah. of the band and, and how, uh, how you guys uh, came to be. And is it, is it just the three of you, or is there more that just couldn't make it tonight? Yeah. Yeah, so we, we, have, have, a, we have a drummer guys. and a bass player. Yeah, we okay. got two more guys in the band. Uh, they, uh, they usually, you know, they don't do the, the podcast type stuff. Um, they focus on the music and all that type of good shit. But I, I usually take this one. Do you guys want me to take this one? Because yeah. I, I, I think I have the timeline down pretty good at this point. All right, perfect. So when we started the band, it was like, we're, we're a bunch of friends. Like, we've all been friends forever. Different, like our little pop punk group that we have out here in New Hampshire, right? And we've all played in different bands, but we decided to get a band together and play, you know, music for our friends and do something cool. But we also Perfect. were like, at the same time, we don't like, we were kind of nonchalant about it. But then we started playing with each other, like, shit, we have something going on here. Like, maybe this is more than what we were just going to do. So we just, and I'm a, I'm a marketing guy right off the bat. I'm just like, we have to find a name that 100% we can, we don't have to worry about anybody um, being misinterpreted for us or we show up on you know, wrong, you know, people's playlists or whatever it may be. I've heard horror stories of bands getting missed. Like uh, they think they're playing a show, but it's a totally different band. Like oh, wow. just horror yeah. stories, right? So we literally came. Porn hub stuff. Like you don't want to get mixed up on porn hub. Yeah. No, that that's <laughs> real. <laughs> that's I like that Adam's just wandering around like the kitchen area right now. Yeah. Yeah. But he, but he knows. But, he knows. but he's, he's got there. he's got the AirPods in, and I mean, yeah, he, he's good he, to go. He's, yeah, he's got his AirPods in. Shit, but, the, um, shit the next so, thing we know, he's just running laps around the house. And <laughs> uh, I've never seen Adam run a lap, so <laughs> that would be great. Let's go. Let's see it. Um, anyways, faster than you think, my friend. I'm fast. No, I know you're fast. I've just never seen you do it. Funny. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I don't think you've ever seen me run a lap either. So we're in no. the same boat here. <laughs> we're, we're all, um, we're all yeah, too, so be, too old to be running laps. So we are, we're all 30. I, I'm like, we're all older too. So yeah, we're, we're all like 29. Yeah, we're, all, we're all 29. We're all 29. Excuse <laughs> <you>. <laughs> we are not 29. Um, but anyways, back to, back to the, yeah, the name thing. So we, we came up with like some, you know, we had an original name that Eric and I, Eric and I started the band essentially by saying like, let's make music. Let's get our friends involved. We knew who the band was going to be and we're just going to do it. And uh, my dog got, long story short, we go to a tailgate every year or a couple tailgates every year for the Patriots. Dog snuck into the car all the way down to Gillette Stadium. Dogs in the car. Luckily, we, were, we weren't going into the game. We were just tailgating it. But we thought it was a great name, Tailgate Stowaway. The band hated Tailgate Stowaway. <laughs> Instantly hated it. So, so many syllables. That's that's an inside joke between you and Colin. It doesn't even. It was. It was an inside joke between you and Colin, and it was too many syllables. Yeah, <laughs> I, I agreed with the too many syllables. So, anyways, so then we're like, all right, well, let's come up with something, and we just kept looking and looking for stuff. Like we were all doing research. Adam, Eric, myself, even Mark and Matt, the other guys who aren't on today, we were all looking around for like we we would think of a cool name, we would shoot it right at people. Like we have a Google chat, boom thought of something put it in there we would all look for it if we thought it was cool and we had like this running list and eventually i think one day i was i was watching a movie and i just kind of like came up to me i was like guys what do you think about promise game or it was actually the promise game and the only right. we looked it up it was nowhere we have promise game on so every social media except for tiktok so we don't have to battle the underscores or anything like that that's, it's that's awesome that's that's yeah. the way to do it and it's and it's so at promise game on everything except for TikTok. We had to do promise game banned, but that was the goal. We wanted to make sure that we could have that differentiation and not have to worry about it. So promise Adam was like, drop the the and we're good. And that was pretty much it. Well, yeah. we we decided to drop the 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 because we have 
that, that which is mirrored right now. Uh, but uh, that's our our uh, logo. I pretty much call it our brand now because we're yeah. even starting like our next. So we're so, going to talk more about what we got going on. Yeah, but yeah, so that's our brand. so for everyone who isn't actually watching the screen right now and and just had a picture shown to them, um, well done, Adam. Um, but go, Adam. so basically, basically it was a you know the the PG essentially looks like the PG logo like you'd see on a on a movie and and yeah. uh, and things like that. I mean, it's 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 classic. It it's simple. And um, I mean, it definitely something I noticed immediately when when I found you guys, uh, um, which, again, I'm not. So I spend a lot of time on Twitter and Instagram and Spotify, just kind of you know looking for for music that I'm into and, and things like that. And, you know, you, you like one band and, you know, three more, are you know, there and things like that. So I, I couldn't tell you exactly how I found you guys, but I remember, right. you know, seeing the logo and, and seeing the, you know, the EP that you have. And I was just like. Huh? Yeah, that, I mean that just sticks out. You can put that on on anything, and people are gonna are gonna recognize it. Yeah. So that's that's perfect. Yeah, that was Eric. You know, we uh we were sitting there, and it just came out of nowhere. Like we we had promise came, we were good, and we were playing around with logo ideas, and we had some crazy stuff going on. I'm a graphic designer, so I'm throwing oh, crazy wow, nice. ideas out there. And Eric just was like, guys, what if we just did the PG? So we had to look too to make sure that we could do it, right? Because I'm also, when I said I'm a marketing guy, I'm also scared of copyright infringement, all that type of stuff too, like very scared of it. Yep. So, you know, you come to find out that the MPA rating for P, all those ratings are actually not fonts, not anything, they're just images. So I basically just made my own version that is right. not, it's not that image at all, but it looks like it. Yeah. So, and, and I would say as yeah. long as you don't, you know, you don't have it on that bright green background and, and, you know, it being, you know, uh, snow white, yep. then I think you're going to exactly. be good to go. So that's, that's yep. perfect. Exactly. Yeah, no, we're good. Yeah. And, and that's, and I think a lot of, you know, we get that a lot, actually. A lot of people will say like, I saw your logo and it's just like, right. had to list, like, just to see what you guys are all about. Yeah. You know, I was like, what is this? Cause it, you know, our yeah, first, there EP, you go. yeah, right yeah, there. It's like perfect. Eric's, no, Eric's it's pulling up a trucker hat that just has the white black trucker hat with yeah. the PG right on the side. And it's classic. Everyone's like, you know, everyone's been begging us for merch and, you know, we're, uh, we're get, we'll get into that later, but we're using mm -hmm. that as our brand going forward. You won't even see the name promise game on a lot of our stuff going forward either because yeah. people are loving the brand that we have with just that, that logo, that crisp clean logo. Well, I mean, it's, you know, it, you, you think of, you know, iconic logos that, you know, it, you see the golden arches, you know, you know, it's McDonald's, you know, you see, um, it, it there was this app on on you know iPhone a while ago. It was just like it it took out parts of the logo and and you had to figure out the the uh, company yeah. that was associated with it or whatever. I love that game. And, yeah. And, and there's just so many that are just iconic that you know exactly what it is yeah. before you know before they have to show you any real part of it. I mean, they can just show you a silhouette and you're just like, yeah, okay, I freaking know. Yeah, what you that know is. exactly what it is. So. Um, yeah. And, and, uh, it seems like that the PG for, you know, promise game is going to be something that you guys are going to easily be able to use. I mean, you could, you know, you do like even a viral, you know, marketing kind of thing and, and, uh, you know, follow, you know, follow the PG and, you know, come see this super secret show or something like yeah. that. I mean, it, yeah. you know, things like that where people will be able to, to exactly. you know, know that, oh, okay, this is, you know, I, Promise Game is going to be here. Yeah. So. And one of the things we do too, a lot of times, anytime we interact with fans, if we ever do any contests or, you know, merch, like we're doing it, we're in the middle of a merch getaway right now, all those folks get that sticker and we just urge them, like, go slap it on a, a wall because yeah. somebody's going to be like, 
what the hell is that? And yep. then like, maybe they see it. Like, you know, it's just, we're doing fun stuff like that. We're trying to be different and in certain ways <laughs> for sure. So how long, um, so how long have you guys been a band and, you know, um, you know, as far as the, the, uh, you know, it's obviously it sounds like, you know, Colin and Eric, you, you guys are the ones that started it and then, you know, got, you know, the, the, the last three members or whatever. So like, what, what was the time frame as far as when you guys decided, Hey, we're going to start a band to when all five of you were together and, you know, promise game became a thing. Well, it's funny. Um, we, we kind of put everybody together. We were like, you're like, oh, you know, Maddie, you play bass. Come play bass with us. And like Adam's brother, Mark, we're like, hey, come play drums because you're like the sickest drummer we know. And yeah. <laughs> I mean, like me and Colin. Well, and Adam's, you have to remember, remember the first thing I said was I want Adam's voice next to mine because Adam has yeah, a very unique, like, very unique voice. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> basically, um, you know, like me and Colin were – at that point, like hanging out literally every weekend, like basically I was just living at his house and, um, <laughs> and we're like, you know, it was like, we, we should put house. some music together. Like we should do something. Cause you know, like we all love it. You know, we know people that can, that, you know, can really throw it down. And so we put it all together. And what's, what's funny is that you asked that is because on Friday last week on my Facebook memories, I literally had a Facebook post up that said, just picked up the PA. Guess this band is happening. Wow. Yeah. So, so I, it, I think it was literally f- two years ago, Friday, that we yeah. started up. And yeah, I crazy. First was the first thing we, we we initially wanted to just do some pop punk covers. Like we yeah. just wanted to play. Like we didn't we didn't have anything original really written. We just kind of we just kind of wanted to play around and see what happened. I think was it was it follow you down. Yeah, first one we did was Follow You Down by Gin Blossoms, yeah. Great great song. And and, and we played through it, I think, like, after one or two times, like, not perfectly, but, like, it went through the whole way, and we were just like, ah, fuck, this is good. Now we have to do this. But um, but yeah, so, like, and Adam, like, you know exactly when it kind of stopped, too, like, like, when we realized, okay, well, this is no longer just doing covers and kind of really when we start. Because we didn't really start our band, I don't think, until, like, early 2000s, really. Right? Pretty much. The early 2000s? Early 2020s. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, no, 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 no. We, we definitely started playing original stuff probably in September of 2019. Because yep. I was in a good place emotionally to write a lot of lyrics which means i was in like a really bad place <laughs> okay all right <laughs> it worked out <laughs> so uh, oh go ahead so i think that, i think that's when we started playing uh originals was was september 2019 all right yeah i think we also have to understand about our group is that we have been going as like a crew to shows for like more than a decade way more maybe almost two decades at this point yeah, like, i used like to play with us, adam when i was like 14 years old you know like I all of us going to these band. shows okay um, perfect yeah being heavily influenced by that and just you know kind of realizing like hey you know like why not us like why yeah. can't we do this <laughs> you know well and and so and I, that actually so leads me into into my next question as far as so has has it always been you know all five of you you know like truly completely love um you know pop punk music you know were there you know was there ever a a question that that promise game was going to be a pop punk band or you know did you guys you know potentially think you know maybe we you know maybe we're you know more hard rock maybe you know uh, 
fuck even going country like you know anything like <laughs> yeah. that i mean you know has, has it always been you know pop punk has just been your guys's favorite music and it was just a natural progression or you know how did that how did that come about well i'll, I'll, I'll put it from my perspective um pop punk's always been like a big thing for okay. me. we're not even on video uh, you know since high school and stuff but we are um, still but, on audio uh adam yeah um, <laughs> <laughs> but i'm also i'm also like really weirdly into edm a lot so like I have okay. a lot of influence um, from a synthesizer and you know electronic music perspective, and I think um, when we all decided we were going to try and like get together and do this, Colin was like, "Dude, you fucking know that shit, and you can play piano. So why aren't you doing that? Like we don't need a lead guitar player. You can be like the lead melody line and just throw it all down, computerize and like do all the synth stuff." Um, awesome. Yeah. Okay. And I think like to even on top of that. I think pop punk when so the out of the five of us, the four of four of us, our favorite genre of music is pop punk. Okay. Without a doubt. Um, we all like, but we like variations of that genre as well. Like we all like post hardcore. We all like ska. We all like, you know, even pop. We all like ska. Okay, sorry, so I like ska. We like all like ska. Punk. Hey, hey. The, ho- the host of this pod, the host of this podcast, loves ska. So you know, like there we are. And, and, okay. and that's about it. Okay, but we'll we'll, 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 we'll come back to you in a we'll sec, Colin. But, but but no, hold 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 on. So Adam, so just real big, you live in New England. Like Dropkick Murphys is Big D in the kids' table. Uh, big D in the like. Come on, you gotta you gotta like <laughs> more than just less than Jake. <laughs> I mean, I could. I you you said real big fish as well, right? So yeah. I, I well, like, real I big do. fish love them. Yeah. Real big fish came and played a free show at UNH when I was going there nice. on Cinco de Mayo. Cinco de Mayo, yeah. Me and you weren't even friends at that point. <laughs> every, no, everybody was already so hammered because it was at night. Yep. So everybody had gone all day, and then it was like, well, it was a free real big fish show, so I guess I'll go to that. <laughs> I don't even remember who else was playing. Uh, probably it wasn't anybody like. They played, did they play right after they played at Plymouth with Catch Twenty or Dropkick? No, it was different than that. A yeah, lot of a lot of the call a lot of the college concerts. It seems like they're not part of the quote unquote tours. They just kind of right. sneak it in. Slap-ons. You know, yeah, they're yeah. slap ons. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like you know, when we all went to UNH, they would throw in like crazy acts like Ludacris and Snoop Dogg, and you know, like, so, like they they weren't touring. Like Ludacris, like got off a plane, got in a limo, did his show, got back on a plane, and went home. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Well, at the time, uh, Brand New was recording. I was at that show. Uh, their new. follow-up to uh, were they recording Devil and God? Yeah, no, or, it wasn't. Or, no, they, or they had or like, they had already done that and they were just the record, they were doing Daisy. They were working on Daisy. Oh, right. Okay. But they weren't touring at all, and uh, I knew one of the people in Scope, the booking group at UNH, and actually I knew two of the people. And kept like goading them in to like get. Wait, you're the reason new. why we saw that brand new show in that little room. I goaded two people over and over again about it. I actually didn't know that about you. Mm. Wow, I love you even more now. That that, <laughs> that, that, ma- that makes you a legend right there, Adam. Just just right there. It was one of the best. Anthony, it was one of the best shows I've ever been to. I, there was brand new people there. Oh, that's it was awesome. unbelievable. It was so fun. It was. That was the same room. Shortly after that, we saw the receiving receiving at the sirens. sirens yeah. Ooh, okay. <laughs> no, no, no. That was in the ta- that was in a different room. Field house. Yeah, because that sucked because the sound she was shitty. Remember in the receiving at the sirens show, it was like super super loud. Only the receiving end of sirens, just because their guitars were mixed way too so loud. loud. Our yeah. last night, 
and therefore I am also played that show. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's when that's when Trevor was like 13 years old from our last night too. 14 years old. <laughs> it was right, right before they went to California when they got signed to Epitaph. Yeah. Right. Yeah, we uh, we have we have we we have a lot of ties to all those bands. Uh-huh. <laughs> Actually, Adam does. <laughs> That's awesome. And, Adam and, does. And so and so you guys, so you guys are all local to to Southern New Hampshire. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And and yeah. like born and raised local to Southern New Hampshire. Essentially. Yeah. Yeah. I think I'm I probably would... you and me are like PA in Syracuse, New York, but we lived here our lives, like our gotcha. actual lives. Yeah. yeah. I moved here in sixth grade. I consider myself yeah. from New Hampshire. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah We're absolutely. all from my, my parents live 10 minutes. <laughs> Same house. <laughs> Same house that I grew up in. So. Across the street yeah. from my wife's house. Yeah. I mean, I'm a, I'm a born and raised, born and raised Vermonter. So, you know, the, the twin state love right there. So, you know how it is then, my friend. That's right. That's right. Now, the, we love you guys. We love you guys over there. Yeah. I don't well, where in Vermont are you, Anthony? I'm, yeah, uh, so I'm in Windsor, Vermont. Oh, I know Windsor. Yep. Windsor. Yeah. It's, uh, let's see. It's like an hour and a half south of Burlington. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's about, eh, 45 minutes to an hour north from like the Massachusetts border, you know, down by yeah. Brattleboro. Um, You're about an hour and a half from where we are. Maybe, maybe a little more. Where Where are you guys? Like we're all like, we're a little scared out. I'm probably the farthest from you um, because some of these guys live right off of one one a basically. over oh. on, on. So like most of the band is over down in Manchester yep. and the, these guys are from the Milford area. I'm over on the seacoast, but even me. Okay. I well, I'm actually there. in, I'm oh, you just moved. He now. just moved, actually. Yeah. yeah, he's in Lowell, Mass now. So we have a mass hole in our band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's <laughs> fun. Every every <laughs> band needs one, I suppose. So. <laughs> We're still Southern New Hampshire, though. We are not saying anything about Massachusetts. <laughs> <laughs> but but don't worry, Adam. You're still a legend because you got brand new to play. That's exactly. Don't, don't worry epic. about that. It was fucking epic. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> it was epic. <laughs> um, Take a bow. So yeah. So um. So yeah. So you guys essentially have always grown up with you know with pop punk music and and you know um and i and i you know for for everybody listening to to this podcast uh so uh while this the, while promise game is going to be the the first episode released i've talked with other people and and i've already told this story a few times but uh again it's my podcast so i don't i don't care um, you, do, you, you do you bro but uh so <laughs> but i i've always i've always said you know i'm a huge music fan just across the board very eclectic love everything um, you know, as I've gotten older, you know, can even start appreciating some, you know, some country music and, and things like that. Um, uh, but uh, but I always come back to to pop punk and, and emo and um, just, you know, straight up punk rock. Like it, that's that's kind yeah. of my wheelhouse and, and things like that. And uh, um, and it always seems to be the uh, a crowd pleaser, uh, you know, across the board, you know, people, people who just want to have a good time, you know, can get into pop punk very, very easily. So it's it, it's yeah, great. Um, so I'm assuming the three of you are all pop pop punk fans. And one of the guys not on the episode is not necessarily like grew up with, you know, in the pop punk scene. Correct. Yeah. So Matt, Matt, like so actually it's funny. We did a. um we did like some, we always do, a, we try to go really hard in social media because it's, we, we like to just be out there and for people to yep. see our fun stuff. Right. So we did some, like our first album was very, um, nostalgia kid focused. Our video for thanks for the anxiety has clips from all of us when we were in the nineties, like our parents sent us in VHS tapes and stuff. VHS, um, I love we it. try to be nostalgic. Right. So we did this thing, meet the kids and yep. it's hilarious because the last question is your first concert and all of our concerts are like pop punk pop punk and then no Matt, no mine wasn't oh yours mine wasn't, wasn't. what was yours mine was corn and disturbed oh yeah, mine was, yours mine was, was seven dust okay yeah. 
so so like we had all this differentiation, but then we did another interview too and it's like who are your pop punk influences right and matt matt's more he was always like a rock like metal type new metal type guy yep yeah i would say new metal yeah new metal and but he's an amazing bass player so like when we asked him to be in this band he he had no reservations because he likes to play he loves all type of music but if you're asking him what his favorite is he's gonna say more like that new metal metal type stuff gotcha but i'll tell you right now if he was here he would tell you because he actually said this or actually his wife said this to us um at our music video shoot it, he she was like you guys turn him into a pop punk fan like he's a real pop punk fan now like that's all he listens to like he doesn't listen to anything else yeah. and it's like oh man i even mix him up still she's like no he he's like in and i think it was just us playing together and like he probably always listened to the normal type pop punk stuff which can be very poppy and things like that yep. and promise game we try to if even if we're poppy we try to get a little on the edge not only with our lyrics but also with our instruments yep um so i think you know it was it he was easy to grasp the kind of what we were doing like no problem and now he's now he's a pop punk kid so yeah. <laughs> no i mean it, you know it, growing up and uh, i mean obviously uh you know green day you know by far and away the first pop punk band i you know ever listened yep. to and kerplunk um, was my first fucking thing i my my like my cousin had kerplunk and i was like oh hello <laughs> so so adam i know i know i've I've called you the legend at this point, I, Colin. I'm I, I'm I'm gonna have to pass the crown to Colin because of everybody that I've talked to, and and you know obviously in pop punk, uh, you know bands oh, and things like you, that. Right? No, 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 no. It it's Kerplunk for me by far and away is my favorite Green Day album of all time, and oh, and uh, no one no one has even mentioned Kerplunk oh, until I brought yeah. it up, and so I mean. Colin, the crown is yours. That's for um, my boy. That's for my cousin Jameson Burke. Oh Thank you so God. much for introducing me to Green Day. Like Thanks that, so much. That's <laughs> such, I mean, it's such an amazing album, and I love, yeah, I love the awesome. fact that it's just, it's like straight up pop punk and things like that, and then all of a sudden, it's, it's dominated Love Slave, just yeah. out of nowhere, and then we go back yeah. to regular pop punk, and it's just like, oh my God, this is fantastic, and and it's, uh, it's a lot of people overlook that album too. So yep. you know, yeah, it was. I always tell it people was, if you like Green Day, go listen to it and see if you like Green Day. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, I I can I can listen to 1039 Smooth Out Slappy Hours, but I mean, it, it for me Green Day started at at Kerplunk by far I away. Agree. So yeah, I agree. God, love that album. Yeah, so, great album. So all right, so now, well, so let's as we're talking about influences and and uh, you know great uh, great bands, um, you know, so from from your guys's perspective and and uh, you know pop punk uh, bands and and things like that. Give me, give me your top three at, for from each of you. Your your top three favorite um, pop punk bands, and we'll Ooh. we'll start uh, we'll start with Eric since we haven't heard from him in a little bit. Oh, geez, that's a tough one for him because he's he has so many. <laughs> All right, well then then we can then we can come back. And... I can go first. Oh, no, I know no, exactly no. oh you got it. Go, Eric. go. You got it. You got it, Eric. Okay. All right. Um, starting line. Ooh, okay. Found glory. And um, Stand Atlantic. Okay, I, I've I've actually really gotten into Stand Atlantic recently. Everyone, they're, they're unbelievable. It, they're, Everyone they're, should. They're amazing. <laughs> um, the starting line, though, that's that's an interesting choice, and and the only reason I say that, I mean the their their albums are great, and you know love listening to them. But I remember seeing them at the Warp Tour. Um, I think it was the 2003 Warp Tour um, when they were down in Boston, and. Um, 
I was just I was very very disappointed with their live show and really? spe- specifically because you know when they started singing um, uh, "Best of Me" and they literally it was just like they slowed it down like it wasn't. Oh, I remember this show. I remember yeah. this show. It, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I have seen them a bunch since then. Yeah, and Wait. they always blow it out of the water. That's the only show I've seen oh. them play where I was like. Oh, I mean, and I would blame which show was part, it again? Partly on it was, Warp Tour, like audio as oh, well, which Warped is Tour. never it was good. A Warped Tour, yeah. yeah, I wasn't there for that one. Yeah, it, yeah. It, it, it was, yeah. you have to take you have to take Warp Tour audio quality with a grain of salt. I agree well, with this sure, right now. Sure, yeah, but you know, like I, I think um, there's there's a certain level of, I mean, especially if you're talking about 2003 starting line as well. Sure, that's you know that's like that's in their you know I don't want to say infancy, but yeah. you know like they weren't. I, I, it's just the the only issue for me is that it essentially turned me off to wanting to yeah. like seek them out to to go see them. the same the same thing happened um so i i saw um uh lincoln park and uh opening for them was pod hoobastank and story of the year which if you've never seen story of the year in concert like oh, like, so good. the oh. maybe oh. maybe the greatest live show i've ever seen and they are so can I track? i'm just curious anthony do you like their album wolves that one they came out with so oh. like, it's so good it, it is it, you need to listen i i mean i i love i love everything story of the year's done and then i found out uh the the lead singer uh did a band called the the fuck ups or or something like that and every song had some iteration of the word fuck in it. And it was just just brilliantly awful, but like fantastic at the same time. Like, um, interesting. Yeah, it, it, they're Adam called, hates the fucking songs. Like, he, yeah, Adam hates I'll tell you, whenever, whenever I write some lyrics, I'll send them to Adam and he'll polish them and I'll be like, hey, what do you think of this? He goes, oh, you know, we can clean up some of these rhyme schemes here. We can make this a little bit better. Um, I took the word fuck out of like four different parts. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, um, I don't like when it's overused. Right. That's fair. All right. Well, then you're not going to like the 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 fuck ups like or, or whatever it is. I, I, I can't. I think you stay out of but, that one, uh, Adam. Uh, <laughs> but no, but so and I saw so um, like I was really excited to see Hoobastank because I had never seen them before. And, and uh, you know, their their self-titled album, I uh, love that from start to finish. But Hoobastank did the same thing, like they slowed all of their songs down and it just wasn't as fast beat and upbeat. And so, like that, really, that it was another one of those. I, like, I remember leaving, and and um, one of the people I was with had seen the starting line with me um, at the warp turn. I was like, "Do you remember when we saw starting line and they played really slow?" The Hoobastank <laughs> just did the exact same thing, and it, it's really annoying. So, and then, really and annoying. then, if, if we're just talking about bad bands, you know, seeing in concert that we thought would be so much better, um, when I went to Summer Sanitarium in two thousand three, uh, the Deftones were playing. Uh, at it mm-hmm. and uh mm-hmm. and i uh, we all we all collectively agreed that uh um they were really off their game because uh the lead singer was definitely fucked up like yeah he's always bad. drunk yeah he's, he's always really 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 <clears throat> drunk jared jared leto is the same guy basically yeah go see, yeah. Go oh, see, jared, go see jared leto live and see what happens yeah. hey you know like, on a positive note if we're talking about like deftones style um genre i have a friend and she's really into like that that style of yep. rock and she drags me to shows and it's fine and you know like i have a good time one of the best live performances i've oh, ever God. seen was chevelle yes <laughs> Oh yep. my God! Do they tear it up live? Yep. Yeah, you said that. Yeah, Easy. I I've seen them. I've seen them 
open for for a bunch of bands and and saw them at Ozfest and they absolutely have never disappointed any time that I've seen them like just an absolute uh, amazing show. It's like yeah. a three piece band that just shreds it apart. Yeah. It's crazy. I, I don't understand how they get a sound like they do. It's yeah. wild. It's awesome. Well, well, look at the band uh, uh, Royal Blood. That is just two guys, you know, uh, and the the music that they're putting out. You know, with what one guy like doing everything on his bass guitar and it sounds like it's just a regular guitar like it's just it's yeah, amazing exactly. stuff so yeah i mean i haven't heard of them I'm gonna oh, right well, yeah you gotta check road blood out dude they're yeah. fun um all right so uh colin give oh, me my give, top give me your my, three yeah my top three are easy and i'm gonna i'm i'm gonna actually steal one of his i'll say newfound glory right off the bat <laughs> newfound glory is just so good um they are the best they are the pioneers of punk rock Nobody can say or pop punk. Sorry. Well, well yeah, I was like, all right, yeah. all right. The <laughs> um, pioneers of pop pop punk for sure. Um, I'm not gonna say starting line is also in my like top five. I'm not gonna say it because he just said it. Um, I'm gonna say the Ataris. They were probably the band that um, Blue Skies was probably like the first real pop punk album that I like. Basically, just didn't take out of my CD player, my little Walkman. Um, so that that's number two, and then. Um, one of my newfound favorites is Point North okay, and they're yep. a super, super influential band for me from a vocal perspective, because that dude, every time I see him play live, I want to hit those notes like, and he hits every goddamn note and it's so fucking cool. That's uh, right there, man. Yeah. They're in. That's yeah. So, yep. yeah. So, you know, yeah, I, uh, those guys are amazing. Um, uh, the Atari's, uh, by far and away easily a top three album for me if i mean it, it could easily push to number one is so long astoria like, oh i, I mean just, it's I, one I, of the best things that paul, paul, paul tell your tell your atari story when we saw them two years ago <laughs> yeah so, so we were we were at the atari show this so for the for the so long astoria was it 15 year or 10 year yeah, 15. 15 yeah so we get uh, it's at the um it was at the fucking Hard Rock Cafe, wasn't it, in Boston? Yeah, Hard Rock Cafe. Which wow. is like a super small venue. Yeah, it like, is. We saw Eric's brother's band play there, and they were great. <laughs> Love them to death. And Jet Black Sunrise, what's up, boys? Um, Love those guys, but like, they're not the Ataris, right? So right. It's like, wow, what's this show going to be? It's either going to be super fucking packed, or it's going to be like a hundred of Atari's favorite fans from like Boston, right? Yep. And it was the latter. It was like 300 people showed not, up to the show not even. wow not even yeah it was super small and so we like met chris at the very beginning he's run his own merch booth because that's what he does he's probably the hardest working musician in the world still to this day wow um so he's running his booth we say hi we like do a thing and next thing we know like the band's playing and i hear i, I hear takeoff and takes takeoffs and landings yep. and i just like he was like kind of like he went he like gave up his mic to the bass player and he went into the crowd and I was in the back and I'm like, Eric, fucking take a picture of this dude. Cause I'm grabbing <laughs> that motherfucking microphone. And I just like this, like one kid was kind of like going for it. Like he, and I just like pushed him out of the way. I grabbed the microphone and I proceeded to sing the three fourths of the song in the middle of a mosh pit with Chris oh, back to back awesome. hitting every, like, just like giving the mic to people singing with me. It was like probably the coolest. So Eric has my profile picture on Facebook until like last week was that picture of me in like the middle of the pit with Chris right next to me, just fucking slamming. It was wow. awesome. Yeah. yeah I, cool. I mean, uh, the, uh, the song in this diary was probably, was probably my anthem, uh, you know, for, for the summer, uh, between yeah. uh, graduating high school before going to college and, and, oh, yeah. uh, and, and I'll, I remember going to, uh, you know, a music shop, you know, when those were, you know, in existence 
and uh, that album was in the the used CD section for like three bucks, and I was just like, for, uh, for three bucks, yeah, oh, yeah, I'm, oh, I'm, I'm walking, I'm walking out with this, and and I remember just throwing that in uh, in the CD player on the way home, and and I was just like, okay, so this is actually way better than you know I had ever anticipated, you know, this entire album, especially with you know the success of uh, you know Boys of Summer and and, right. and things like that. And, uh, yeah, I just fell in love with it. I mean, I, I probably listen to that album at least once a month, if not, if yeah, not more, just, you, you know, and, and you know, still, it holds up. It's still, it's still good. Yep. It's absolutely. So, and you know, in this diary is actually, um, you know, the story behind it, right? I don't, it's actually. a, it's a fan. It's a young girl who was, uh, she had an illness and I don't know what it was. Yeah. I'm not gonna say it was anything that I don't know what, but she was writing Chris letters and, that was basically this girl kept sending him letters and he wrote that song basically based like listen to the song now yeah and you'll be like oh my god this is literally about a girl like a 14 year old girl to a younger yeah. girl wow who like was sending him fan letters being like your music's the only thing helping me right now wow that's, yeah that's awesome yeah it's pretty cool it's pretty cool yeah i, yeah. I mean that it's just that entire album is amazing and and uh yeah i i, I was i'm 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 impressed at how well that that album holds up and and you know I mean granted it still has such a nostalgic you know value to me but but put it up against any pop punk album and yep. and it's still fantastic so I think everybody on this on this podcast would agree with you yeah. with that one All right Adam yep. you're 3 Wait hold on Colin didn't give 3 I just did yeah. I did I did New Found Glory the Ataris. I did Ataris and I did Point North Yeah Oh, and then right. I wanted I wanted to come back to the Ataris. So he wanted to go back to the Ataris real hard. <laughs> I, got, I got confused. Adam, we're ready. Yeah. Oh man. I know it is a tough question. All right. Well, because like the starting line could have snuck in there, but I'll I'll go for sake of variety here. Um. Because mine mine is always like of the moment too. It's like who are my favorite pop punk bands like right now? Which um, that, that's that's fine with, to go with that too. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Stand Atlantic also because they're super dope and more people should know about them. Yep, absolutely. Um, who was my second one that I was thinking of? Oh, uh, Knuckle Puck. Okay. Yes. Yep. And then, uh, ooh, all right. So I'm gonna give it in the moment right now. A band that a lot of people probably don't know, but should absolutely check out if they like like the easy core uh, genre of pop punk, which is uh, this band from LA called Good Terms. Okay. They only have, they only have one album so far. It came out like recently. Uh, We talked to them on our podcast. They're crazy awesome dudes and their album. It's unbelievable. They they have some of the funniest music videos I've ever seen as well. Good Terms. And they're all Berkeley and they're all Berkeley grads. So that tells you one thing about their motherfucking. They weren't all Berkeley grads. One dude. Ivan was not. Ivan's not, but he's the good lead guitar player who fucking rips. Yeah, yeah. One of the things I really dig, one of the things I dig about Good Terms, which is um, one of the things I've always uh, dug about like four years strong as well, is I love a band who just shreds because they can't. Like they just mm-hmm. they, yeah, yeah, yeah. Far up. Like there's no need to do it, but it's awesome. And they do it anyways. And they're like, Yeah, we can so do good. that. Don't worry about it. Right. You gotta <laughs> Anthony, if you don't know those guys, you gotta get on them. Right I, check them I, out for sure. I have uh one hundred percent just uh jotted that down to be good. able to check out after this podcast and they're uh awesome. Um yeah, no, I and, and and I mean, you know, the big thing the big thing for me 
in this podcast is to discover new bands that that people don't know about, may you know little know little about, and and things like that. And uh, um, yeah, no, I uh, I will definitely be checking I gotta give, out. I got to give honorable mentions because I'm not going to tell a story. That's fine. Go for it. Um, let me I, let me do an honorable mention for the early November. Okay. Yeah. Who, yeah. I imagine a lot of people know. Yep. Uh, and then uh, also, I, I know one of Eric's favorite older bands too, a band that did not last long enough, but were the first band to hit over a million plays or something like that on pure volume, which is a site that no longer exists. The band Daphne Loves Derby. Oh, I hate oh, that band. So good. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> amazing like a more more of a more of an emo band but absolutely amazing band okay. i don't care what colin says <laughs> are incredible they are stellar so the beauty about our band is that really we can cool agree to like, disagree like i remember back in college ordering like i pre-ordered their new album and it came and not only did they send me the album signed which wasn't even advertised as being signed but nice. they sent me like three posters that were also signed and like all this other stuff you know like I, I, I have mad respect for bands that take the yeah. time to do stuff like that because, yeah, awesome. you, know, like, you know, it's easy for them to just, you know, sign and do all that stuff. But, like, to fans who receive that stuff, it means, like, so much, and it just, mm-hmm. you know, shows how much they respect. Right, and, espe- and especially when you, when you didn't, you know, when you didn't pay the extra 20 bucks to have everything right. autographed or, or whatever, right. and it just shows up like that. I mean, that, right. that, that's it's awesome. Sad. It's sad because they're not a band anymore, and I don't think I ever right. saw them live. Yeah. No, I didn't either. I had tickets to a show one time, and I got the flu, and I and I couldn't go. Anthony, jot Daphne loves Derby down. Just, just yeah, that's it. it. Oh yeah, crazy good. And don't listen. I to have Colin. their don't listen to Colin. <laughs> their album, uh, their album that came out in two thousand five, on the strength of all convinced, I actually have coming on vinyl, oh. arriving in like September. Well, that's cool. that's I'm probably I'm probably gonna uh, like frame that thing and. Yeah. Not listen to it and put it on the wall. <laughs> yeah. <Nice. laughs> All right. So, yeah. So, I mean, definitely, um, you know, one of the thing, you know, one of the things with pop punk is, is that there's just so much, there's so much good pop punk out there that, I mean, w- we could, we could literally spend the entire evening just talking about, our, you know, our favorite pop punk bands. I mean, you yeah. know, I, I mean, you know, and, and get into, you know, the minutia of, of stuff. And I mean, you know, uh, from, from me in, in, you know, uh, you know, just finding pop punk bands. I mean, uh, so, uh, you know, I've done, a f- I've done a few interviews up to, to this point and, uh, you know, uh, definitely found some, some great pop punk bands, um, you know, before when I, I did the podcast and then it got shut down cause you apparently can't play music. You don't have permission to play whatever. <laughs> um, but, uh, but, you know, found, but found some, some great, uh, you know, pop punk and, and emo bands and, and things like that. I mean, to, to this point, like, you know, I, I'm still texting, you know, and emailing with them and, and things like that. And, you know, they'll be, they'll come back on, on later shows and, and things like that. But, uh, but yeah, it's, but the other thing I think, and, you guys correct me if I'm wrong, having, you know, absolutely no musical ability whatsoever. I mean, as we discussed, I can't even get a fucking kazoo to play. So, um, you know, don't don't put anything else in front of me, basically. But, you know, I, I also feel like the the community for pop punk music is just second to none when it comes to just, you know, everybody looking out for one another. You know, everybody, you know, it, it doesn't matter. I mean, uh, in um, in Springfield. 
um, you know, where I, I was born and raised in Springfield and then, you know, bought a house in Windsor, um, a band that maybe you guys have heard of just because they're, you know, they're in the neighborhood and things like that. Um, Blind Luck Music. Is that name? I have not. Yeah. I have not. Um, they're actually, they're, they're, their one full length album is on Spotify and I would strongly encourage you guys to, to check it out. Um, you know, they're, right now, they haven't, uh, <laughs> they haven't been a band in, in, uh, a few, a few, uh, years. Cause, uh, Since Leeds, 2003, that's yeah. when the album came out. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's, it is a solid start to finish album. I mean, I, I obviously okay. I have, I have a couple of their other EPs that just aren't on Spotify or whatever, but, mm. but I, I remember like they were just kind of like the godfathers of, uh, you know, pop punk in, in, in my hometown. And, um, you know, and they had uh, a ska band that was uh, a TIP that, uh, you know, a lot of people were into. I don't think you can find that on Spotify. Um, but then I had some friends that, you know, were my same age that had a band called Milton um, that, that like all of, all of these bands would just get together, you know, every Saturday night, just pick a new location and, and would just start rocking it. And, but, just watching everybody together and, you know, uh, you know, somebody's, you know, somebody's guitar strings are busted and they don't have another one here. Just take my guitar for the night, you know, kind of thing. Or, um, I remember, I remember my buddy, he, uh, just was rocking on, on his snare drum and, and just popped it. And literally Oof. one of the other guys, one of the other guys just handed his snare drum over and he's like, here you go. Just like, let's finish oh, the show. I got a great, I got a great story. I got a great story. Yeah, he's got a great story. I got going too, actually. Yeah. So, well, and so, uh, so Adam called it first, so he gets to go first, but, uh, um, <laughs> but, but yeah, but it, I just feel like there's such, there's such that community vibe within pop punk that I don't necessarily feel like you get in, in other, uh, genres of music. Yeah. So I, I agree. Yeah, yeah. I mean, especially online these days. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it, it, it's really, really strong online, especially with like the straight up pop punk revival that's happening right yep, now, which absolutely. is amazing. Uh, all right, so I do, I do have a story. All right, Adam, I, let's hear it. I don't think Colin will remember it, and it involves him, which is no. I think uh, I, I think I do remember this. That you curlies. do remember this? That okay. Curlies? Yeah, curlies. Yeah, yeah. 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 So, so <laughs> it was this old club in um amherst new hampshire called turley's that uh i played at a bunch uh it is it, it closed and then it's since burned down and stuff like that but uh it uh <laughs> Not, um, nonchalantly just burned down whatever that's fine they burned down <laughs> we were playing... i actually watched it burn down yeah i think it was burning down yeah was that taco bell next to it yeah yeah <laughs> you anyway. ran Taco Bell, that's right. Oh my god. I forgot. <laughs> so, um, um we were playing a show. It was probably the biggest show that I ever played there. It was biggest like we actually we all. actually packed the room. Biggest, uh, which, uh, which was my play too, without a doubt. Easy. Yeah, I think it was the biggest show that my band yeah. and this was yeah. this was in like this was probably senior year of high school. Okay. Yeah, we were two thousand four. Um, yeah. Oh two thousand four. Yeah. Um and we were playing and it was like definitely I, I there was like a feeling in the air it was like oh this is like probably the best set i've ever played and in the middle of it uh i broke a guitar string and it was colin it was either you or it was someone else it was, in the it was, of all time it was garrett it was garrett garrett okay it was garrett yeah uh, 
so he gave me his guitar to play because you guys had already played. I we think we just played. Right we played right before you. Yeah, right. right before you. Yeah. Then I broke a string on that guitar. <laughs> then I gave you my guitar. He right, right. Then I took your guitar. Yes. Yeah. Wow. And this was like way back. Like Colin and I. We, we didn't know each other. We, we, we reconnected in college. Yeah. And yeah, I was like, oh, night. dude, we played <laughs> yeah. shows together, but we didn't actually know each other in high school. No. Okay. Yeah. We knew each other through bands, yeah. 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 Just through just through bands playing shows. We together. did go through two guitars in like a one and a half songs. <laughs> like one and a half songs. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah. It was like three. Oh, Sorry, you went through three. You went through three. Uh. <laughs> I love I love my my curly story. I wasn't even at Curly's, but like I, I remember I <laughs> this is in the MySpace days, and I'm looking at like my friend's MySpace, and she posted like a bunch of pictures from some curly show she went to, and I just see this picture, and I'm like, it's this guy, and he's just shoving himself like through a crowd, and I look at him like, it's like fucking Colin. I was like, I was like, is that is that the lead singer of one of the bands shoving through there? And she would text me back within like ten seconds. She goes, Yeah, that guy was an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> oh so man. Fun. She wasn't wrong, dude. I know. <laughs> <laughs> my story's at Curly's too. I broke a guitar a guitar string. And I was like, fuck it, I'm going to smash my guitar because I've always wanted to. And the thing was on its last leg. So I smashed. It was And it was a big show. Not as big as that one you're talking about. Did you destroy the monitor? So I hit the (laughs) monitor as I I was going through. And I broke the front monitor. And the dude starts yelling at me mid-song. And then, out of nowhere, though, Johnny Earthquake, who is the legendary Ah. punk rock motherfucker from New England, I'll call it. New Hampshire, for sure. He's from New Hampshire. He's from New Hampshire. Uh, Hampshire. Everyone knows New England, right? He comes up, and he tells the dude to stop yelling at me because I'm playing music and hands me his baby blue fucking Fender Strat. And I'm just like, I didn't want to fucking play it. I was like, (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, ah. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> Johnny Earthquake is still alive. I know. He was, this, he was this old school punk who dressed like a pirate, pirate. all the time. Wow. He still does. And he's still playing because I have a coworker who lives just no, down he's the still street. Playing? Wow. He's still playing in his We have to get a promise game Johnny Earthquake show. This guy's got to be, he has to be, and I'm not joking, probably 80 years old now. It was like 65 when he, we were. 15. He was 60, 65 when we were playing with him in high school. Wow. Yeah. Holy shit. And he, and he always brought a crowd because he was raucous. Oh, yeah. He's amazing. Wow. But yeah, yeah, that was epic. That was like, that was like literally to me as a 14 year old kid, that was like Mark ha- or Tom DeLong handed me his fucking right. guitar. Like, that's how big it was for me. I was like, holy shit. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you're, awesome. you're like, okay, don't, don't break anything. Don't smash nope. this one. I already did that. I haven't played a guitar so soft in my life. I was just like, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, it, 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 it must have been an American strat. It was no way it was that. It was no way it was Mexican. No, it was a baby blue with a with um not what so it was uh, like the um, sparkly uh, fucking oh, face dude. and everything. Oh, it was, dude, it was so nice. Oh wow, <laughs> it was so nice. Oh, wow, that's uh, you put us down a rabbit hole, Anthony. Yeah, that was, <laughs> hey, that's what we're here for. We're we're here to go down these rabbit holes. So we've got somebody in the background of uh, Jessica's screen. Just uh, so Adam's got so Adam's got two little step step kitties probably running around. It's probably bedtime. Yeah. <laughs> oh, is, there a, is there a kiddo back there? I see someone waving their phone in the background. 
Oh, that's oh, Jess. That's my, hey, Jess. That's my lovely girlfriend, Jess. Oh. Oh no, well no. She's like she's she's one of the band moms. Perfect. Band moms. I, I thought I thought I was already talking to Jess. My bad. My bad. So, 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 uh, all right. So switching gears. So let's talk uh let's talk the music that uh that you guys have created uh up to this point. So um at least from a, a Spotify Spotify perspective, um we've got the the EP It Won't Be Long Now. And uh so it looks like uh, released uh, 2021, uh, beginning uh, beginning of this year, it was released. Yep, and everywhere, um, yeah. Looks like you had, you know, you were releasing, uh, you know, singles, uh, you know, along yep. with it, and then, uh, you know, released the the full EP together. Um, you know, even though, I mean, EP, I mean, what, there's seven, six, six songs six, on it? Six songs on yeah. the EP, yep. Six, um, yep. You know, so... Yeah. Five originals, one cover. Five originals and a cover. And yeah. we're and we're gonna get to that cover because uh, I've got some thoughts. But uh, <laughs> that's our favorite thing to talk about, so, so that's good. <laughs> so, um, but uh, but yeah. So, um, so I think you know if if I'm gonna pick uh, if I'm gonna pick a song that that like immediately grabbed me as I was listening to it and things like that, um, Pinks and Blues is actually you couldn't have picked a better i was hoping you were gonna say that <laughs> i i i i mean the i mean i'm not gonna lie i definitely skipped to if it makes you happy first because i was like okay did they actually cover you gotta it? see what they're doing yeah you gotta see what's well, going on because i mean i i mean i've seen you know I've, i go into some of these eps and albums and it's the same name and um i remember um, a band called uh, the First. Uh, they're they're down in Nashville. They're they're more like uh, like. I feel like I've actually heard. I feel like I've heard of that. Band. Yeah, uh, Mackay. Mac- they submitted to our post. Yeah, yeah. Mackay Gray is uh, is the guy who does all the music for it and things like that. But he had a song called um, uh, Pawn Shop, and I was just like, oh, cool. He covered Sublime's oh, Pawn Shop. Sublime. He did not. He did not. Uh, a oh. great song that he did, but was not the cover. But you were expecting Sublime. I was. I was hundred <laughs> percent expecting Sublime, and and. You write the pawn shop. Exactly. Yep. And uh, so, uh, so I was like, okay. So I, I'm looking, you know, because I always try to go to, you know, a full length or an EP first before like listening to singles right, and things like single, that. Yeah, and so, that. and so, I had to see if it makes you happy. Was legit and and again we'll we'll get into that briefly in a in a moment but but pinks and blues just that song like just stuck right into my brain uh, immediately from from hearing it and uh you know it, it it it's just it's just a beautiful song like i just i love that's it. what everyone says that is the one word yeah that everybody that so and it sucks because we didn't we didn't give it the due diligence so like you said we did the singles right yep and we're a pop punk band, so yep. we want to we want to build that that brand, right? Yeah, right. You want you want to have the pop punky right. quote unquote, yeah. But what Pinks and Blues for us was on that album, and Eric will talk more about it because that's all Eric. Okay. That's all Eric, one hundred percent all Eric. We knew we wanted to do something fun like that and keep the multi genre. Like we don't want to just be labeled as a punk rock or a pop punk pop punk band. Sure. We wanted people to know that we can do other shit. Yep, absolutely. Which is what we're doing for our next stuff. Like we're going. We're not even really a pop punk band anymore. Okay. But Pinks and Blues is a good interpretation of what we are because we can be pop punk all day, but then you have a again, everyone calls it a beautiful song. Everyone that comes back to us, yep. it, it got picked up on the radio the other day and it was like, we didn't I haven't even been pushing it. But the guy heard it and he was like, That's your best song. 
Yeah. That is your best song. I I mean I I love the entire EP. I, I love everything about it, but that that song for sure just stuck Thank out to you. me yeah, and and, and yeah. uh so so let's hear let's hear the story behind Pinks and Blues. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah, um, no pressure. I guess bottom line is that I've always wanted to put a piano ballad together. Like obviously piano um has resonated with me for a long time and i guess I, I think everybody in the band would agree that i'm like kind of like a bleeding heart romantic like that's, <laughs> okay that's about like, it. if you like talk to anybody in the band like i'm i'm the dude that has the most torrid love life <laughs> gotcha <laughs> okay it's not good it's not good <laughs> but, um, without a doubt <laughs> no <laughs> comment <laughs> we, we um it actually had um, the we had the form and the song and everything put together and it had a different set of lyrics. Um, initially, it was like early last year that I that I wrote it and put it together. Okay. And then I started seeing this girl, and I was like really into her. And I wrote a new set of lyrics and and Adam, um, who usually proofreads lyrics that I write and stuff like that, we kind of like combine forces with that. He was like this is better. Like you should use these lyrics for that. So me and this girl used to go and just kind of watch sunrises together. So that's like where pinks and blues comes in, like yep. some pink rises with sunrises. And, um, so we, we write <laughs> and we put it together and it's like really good. And we're like super stoked on it. And we're just like, we're, we have to put this on the EP. We put up, we put this recording session together. We put everything in and <laughs> the, the day before we recorded this song, was the day that um, they projected Joe Biden to be the next president. Okay, yep. And this girl I was dating oh. always knew that oh, she was yeah. kind of a conservative, and it was fine, and and whatever. And she got real heated about the fact that I had voted for Joe Biden and he won, and she literally dumped me. Like, <laughs> Dude, he is, we are 35 years old, this shit's happening. Yeah, the <laughs> night before we recorded this song, she sends me this huge long thing about uh, like with all these conspiracy theories thrown in and all this. She's like, can't see me anymore because of this and that. And I go into the, the recording session. It's like eight in the morning. I'm like, guys, you have to all read this. And they're like, are we really yeah. letting this fucking song down today? You know what we, said, we also this song's going to be even better now because oh. when you sing this motherfucker, you're going to be doing. Yeah, be yeah, exactly. <laughs> you guys talk. You guys talk about being thirty-five. I mean, uh, Bowling for Soup maybe said it best. You know, high school never ends, and that I mean, never. That, that sounds like a straight up like high school like just nonsense yeah. breakup. That's like through it, and it happened on inst- like a text message, right? She didn't call you. Yeah, yeah that was an Instagram message. It wasn't even a Instagram. Text that is as high school as it fucking gets, dude. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I mean, shit. I mean, shit. I can, I can, I can message, I can message you guys on Instagram. It's like, you know, I mean, anybody can send a fucking Instagram message. Jesus. Even get a fucking phone call. <laughs> <laughs> so, so we, so we laid that whole song down, like knowing that was in the background and stuff. And then, like a few days later, she like apologized to me and all this other stuff. And I was like, well. And then I had to tell her that damn story. I was like, you have a whole piano ballad wrote for you and you dumped me because of who got elected president. So And we had a great and we had a great feature in the studio too. One one thing that goes unsung about that song is we were looking for a good female voice and we were playing with a couple different options and it just it didn't work out like we had somebody prepared to even do it. Yeah. And it kind of sucked. We were all like, oh man, this is not gonna be great. Like we you know, we don't really know. Somebody, what's somebody happen, initially lined up, and she right. basically like came down with COVID. The week yeah. Of- oh, she oh. came. To, that's what it was. COVID. Yeah, it was COVID. Yeah. Wow. So yeah. then, so literally, we had we had one of our uh, we had one of 
the friends of our drummer we're all friends with them and stuff she was just like yeah i'll come and do it she didn't even know the lyrics till she got there she had never recorded her entire life wow and she fucking smoked it yeah, and yeah we, we, we changed it. up a lot of things in the studio that in studio we changed up we, stuff too yeah harmonies was, together yeah. we we changed a lot of the things so like a lot of the stuff that you hear i mean and the song is written legitimately to be a build-up like the yep. whole thing was supposed to be like this you know real build up into this like really loud like part of the end and all the harmonies that you hear going into the build up we changed and put together in the studio on the fly wow. to reflect her vocal range because the yeah, for hers, yeah. completely different than yep. her vocal range gotcha. mm-hmm. yeah. okay I th- yeah. that was like really the only on the fly song we did and it yeah. was very on the fly like yeah. all very, that very. <laughs> we were we were at the end of the recording session and we're like shit man we got like we're a half squeezing it. we're squeezing it we need to yeah. do this <laughs> wow that, yeah. uh, well what the the finished product is is amazing like i i, oh, I, I love you. it and and i love uh, that i love that you brought that up I, yeah I, we're all very proud of that song and like it it's, it doesn't get like talked about quite enough yeah. from I, I mean yeah. for for me I mean I I know you know you the you know the rest of the album is is quote unquote more pop punk and things like that but you know for me you know um you know a pop punk song is just you know something that that makes you feel something and and you know regardless of it you know being you know uh, you know sad or depressing and things like I mean um uh you know a simple plan has um uh, what is it? The, the untitled, you know, yeah. how did this happen to me or whatever? And like, yeah. like that, like I wouldn't, nec- you wouldn't c- put that into like, you know, their traditional pop punk kind of stuff, right. but like, it's just so powerful and, and you, yeah. you know, it resonates yeah. with you and, and it's yeah. just, it's just fantastic. Like I, well, when, and when Eric said he wanted to do a, a pop punk ballad, I instantly thought of state champs around the world. Oh yeah. There you like, go. Yep. And I was like, okay, you want to do that? We're getting a fucking girl singing on this with yeah. you then. Yeah. And well, and, and also a lot of the inspiration behind that comes from how much I listen to any Andrew McMahon iteration. Yeah. Gotcha. Yep. McMahon, like any of and that. I didn't say something corporate earlier, but Eric and I are something corporate like aficionados. <laughs> I, yeah, and it's interesting because something corporate doesn't really leaving me out. All right. I didn't know. I thought you didn't <laughs> like them that much. I thought we you didn't say this every you. time we talk about something corporate. Oh, well, every right. single time. Then you're the only so the three of us here all love something I corporate. Roll. The, other guys, the other guys don't. <laughs> for anyone who's just listening, I'm visibly rolling my eyes. <laughs> from, a, from like from a, a piano perspective, I probably should have put something corporate into like my three bands because I actually thought you were gonna like, say Motion City soundtrack. I couldn't believe you. Yeah, we've we've literally um gotten to a point where we're writing songs that we um we we've all agreed that there needs to be some kind of backing of clean piano in it in, in some variety just because gotcha. it like fits so well. So like you yeah. know, a lot of computerized and synthesized stuff, and that usually takes the melody line and gives it like something. But yep. even in the song we're about to release, that is is it's it's definitely it's not pop punk. Definitely different from the style that we've done in the past. Okay, there's clean piano in it, but the clean piano is not just like you know a clean. It's just like me just like slamming <laughs> down like, like big old like freaking like. Yeah, I think um, okay. I think I think from a keyboard perspective, I I feel most confident and and feel like I bring out a lot more of what I do um, in a clean piano perspective. Yeah, and everybody gotcha. else has heard me play in rehearsals. Yeah. So I can agree with that. So yeah. we'll uh, so we'll talk about uh, the new single that that got released uh, today, right, the yeah. the day that this is getting, yeah. getting recorded. But um, all right, so let's talk about if it makes you happy. So first and foremost, um, 
and and I don't care if this is an unpopular <laughs> opinion and things like I fucking hate Cheryl Crow. Like I like I no. I, I love I mean I I don't know what it is. Like I love all kinds of music and I love I I you know I can listen to everything, but I don't know what it is about Cheryl Crow. I just can't do it. Like at all for any reason like it hey maybe her maybe his honesty will actually i get love this i fucking love yeah, what's I, happening right now. I, so <laughs> i fucking love it so I, so i'm so i'm listening to so i'm listening to you know the song and and it, again hate cheryl crow like whatever whatever but <laughs> like i love i love what you guys cheryl. did to this song and Thank like you. like it's way more just like like um almost like like taking back sunday-esque in in the, the lyrical That's singing and, and things like that online, and, yeah. and, and i just like and so that that drew me in you know as as far as that singing style and and things like that so out of you know two gajillion songs and 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 whatnot <laughs> why if it makes you happy became recorded and and put on the cp colin there's one answer and it's hilarious because you brought us up like how we formed the band earlier. Yeah. Uh, Adam's brother, Mark, is legit the best drummer. We like he's so fucking good. It's unbelievable. Um, so we had to have him in the band. Like, okay. no, yep. and, and and he had played in like he had played in serious band. like out of anybody. Mark played in the most serious bands. He yeah, almost, like he, he, he played Warped Tour Boston. Oh, wow. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, and he they almost his band Yellow Team almost got signed to fucking Drive Through right before they died, and the only reason yeah, they didn't yeah, is because Drive Through died. Yeah, they flipped. Wow. So like he, I I'll never forget. Like he didn't answer like the the massive text message out to the five guys. Like, do you want to do this? He didn't answer. So I texted him on my own. I'm like, hey, you didn't answer. Like, do you want to do this? And he's like, yeah, but I have one stipulation. And I was like, what's that? He's like. We're covering Cheryl Crow's if it makes you happy. Oh yeah! <laughs> and I was like, I was like, what the? F-? I was like, okay, sure, yes. I'm like, yeah. the answer is the answer, Mark. The answer is yes, but fucking why? Yeah, right? Right. why? Why? And I, so you hate Cheryl Crow? I love Cheryl Crow. I grew up with Cheryl Crow. My mom okay. loved that shit. I know every Cheryl Crow, prop, like all the major singles. Yeah, I actually still listen to her to the day, like her new shit. Okay. But All right. I even was like, this is kind of weird. Like, okay. Yeah. And that's, I'm like, that's completely though? random. Yeah. And I'm like, why? And he goes, because I've been doing, he's like, and he had, he said, he's like, I'd been listening to pop punk covers and I'm sick and tired of hearing rap songs being done and like all the pop songs. I've always wished wanted to hear like an old school song be done. And he was like, I looked it up one day. I always thought it'd be really cool to cover that song because for drums, it's really slow, and he's like, I want to speed that shit up and make it like something really fun. Okay, that makes a lot of and sense. And I was like, all right, if that's what you want to do, if that's what it, yep, if that's what it takes, we will do that. <laughs> well, um, and, and I think yeah. I think the best part about the way that song came together is the um, the bridge. And <laughs> oh god, tell me about the bridge. We toyed around with a bunch of different stuff with the bridge. I think I think the week before we recorded it, um, our bass player, Maddie brought in like this really sick bass line. And mm-hmm. we had we initially planned on having like a synth thing rolling through it and all this other stuff. And so a couple of days before the recording session, I think it was it Adam, were you the one who reached out to Kyle or what was Colin? No, I said, I wanted, I said, so I have, wanted, have a buddy I wanted said, flute. yeah, I wanted flute. And I was like, we need some saxophone in this bitch. And Adam asked our boy, Adam's, Adam's raising his hand. Adam's right. Adam, I'm calling on you. 
Yeah, because I didn't let you guys know, but I had had it up my sleeve for months. Oh, that's that really Kyle cool. was going to come in and play saxophone on this. And then you mentioned saxophone. And I was like, well, I did already ask Kyle. Yeah, because I was like, literally, I'm like, guys, this would be great. Let's do sax. He's like, I already have that on lockdown. I'm like, what the yeah. fuck? Where did that come from? <laughs> Kyle, Kyle is, um, Kyle's, like a, Kyle's a long, long-term friends of ours. That he's the, he's, he's, the, the, he's, the, he's, um, he's a distributor for Founders. So he came in okay. to the studio, like, under under the the guys that he was just bringing us some founders beer and he's like oh you know i just happened to have my sacks on me and adam just <laughs> off. And then he, and then we had he, no idea he, that he was coming in to do it yeah and, and then he throws down this sax line in the studio so like and the whole thing goes from like this upbeat pop punk with electronic things and then just like this smooth jazz bridge right. Like, right super jazzy i remember <laughs> at that point when we recorded it it was the end of the session and we were all wicked fucked up like we were just like, <laughs> and drunk, and, like and we're all watching you play the sound we're like yeah, yeah. <laughs> but we knew we knew at that point that that song even if it didn't get the recognition it was going to get we knew that that song was going to be just like a promise game staple because so many people like again cover all the new shit nobody goes back and covers like the shit that everyone wants to hear and we've had we when that song came out we had some really cool musicians that we know personally that were like holy shit man didn't know you guys were could do something like that and that's enough right there that's well, all you I, need. I mean it's 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 a situation where i mean again my my uh, disdain for Cheryl Crow is well documented <laughs> at this point but like like that as soon as the as soon as the chorus picks up like like I can see mosh pits like happening, like just yeah. big circle picks of, uh, p- uh, you know, pits of people, um, you know, so. and, and stage and stage di- like, like that, like that kind of energy is, is brought to that song. And yeah. I mean, I was, again, I was very, I was very pleasantly surprised after I got over the whole, okay, it's a Sheryl Crow cover. It's like, a Sheryl Crow song. Yeah. But, well, I'm but, glad we made you a Sheryl Crow fan. Well, I, no, you you guys made me a promise game fan. Let's uh, let's be clear on that. So. One thing I will say, you brought up the singing, and one thing that's really cool about our band is that we have no filters with each other. Yep. We tell each other what the fuck's up, and if you're doing something that we don't like, we're gonna do it. So when we were in the studio for that song, that was one of the very first songs. Actually, that was the first song we yep. recorded vocally, and they were all like, all the I'm in the booth, and everyone's like, Colin fucking go at it and yeah. again you were like you said taking back sunday i was thinking very so i was thinking knuckle puck yeah that's okay. our okay we yep. have a very like and trash boat like trash boat's another band that yeah trash boat yeah like fucking kind of fierce energy it's not like because i can hit high notes but it's we don't want high notes all day we want fierce yep. fun shit and Adam was like yelling at me in the booth, like, no, fucking get madder at it. And like, it was just was perfect. Like, yeah, it was perfect. It's- and that translated into everything we did after. And then we didn't have to do that for any more songs. We found our sound vocally. Yeah. Pretty well, much right there. It, it's, it's, it's interesting because, again, I mean, the, it's, if it makes you happy is, is what you're saying, but you're saying it's so angry. Like yeah. it's, it's, yeah. This, it's this just juxtaposition of like, mm-hmm. you know, a, an oxymoron, if you will, of just Very like, much so. you know, ha- much so. happy. I, I'm saying I'm happy, but I'm screaming like I'm angry. Like it's, it's, Very just, exactly. it's great. Exactly what we were going for. You nailed yeah. it on the yeah. fucking head. Yeah. yeah. I, I, uh-huh. I mean, I was, I was just, I was very, I was very impressed and, and, uh, was no was no longer upset that I I was listening to a to a Cheryl Crow mm-hmm. cover so, but uh, Love that. um so so that leads us into 
the new stuff that you guys are releasing. So, you know, what, uh, what is the, the single that uh, everyone should have already uh, listened to this morning? Adam, hit him with it. All right. So, uh, yes. So this morning, because this is coming out on the 23rd. That is correct. At midnight, we'll have dropped our new single, Any Reason to Party. It is a much more in-your-face promise game song. Okay. uh, With some more aggressive vocals while still being poppy. Um. I don't know that anyone will really hear this, but when I was writing the lyrics for the song, I was thinking a lot about um, the Beastie Boys fight for your right to party. Okay, great song. And and how uh, their song doesn't mean what like like frat kids think it me- think it means. Like it's it's like making fun of the whole thing and while i wasn't making fun of the whole thing it was more of like a coming from a like a desperation standpoint or something like okay. that you know yep. um yeah i mean uh, the lyrics tell it all dude i mean right i mean it's it's a it's a story through the lyrics of like a downward spiral essentially like picture yourself um at six o'clock just being like everything sucks right and you're just like fuck it like calling your buddies like let's go out tonight like you're or and then your buddies say no or whatever and you're sitting in your fucking apartment and you're drinking a six-pack by yourself because like you're trying to push down the shit and he, he adam's the lyricist in our band a lot of people don't know that actually um because usually the lead singer is the lyricist generally uh, yes that is not the case in our band adam writes pretty much 95 percent of the lyrics we all I have a couple tracks as the vocalist where I have my own, I have, we've written songs together. Yeah, there are collaborative ones. There's yep. collaborative ones, but Adam's more the, you know, he's the, he's the lyricist. And when you hear this song to me, and I, it's funny, I just did the Spotify pitch. Every band that knows you got to, to get your song on Spotify playlist, you got to do a pitch. And, you know, I pretty much just laid it out there. Like this is, this is like somebody pretty much coping with life's hardships. And finding a way to just do it, right? But not in a not in a healthy way, though. Not in a healthy way. Be you're turning to the bottle. You're turning to other things, right? right? And you're just any reason to party. Like fuck it. Like let's get get and and go to bed and worry about tomorrow. Tomorrow. And you know, a lot of people can. And it's probably to me when I listen to it over and over again because that's what I've been doing for the last like a month. um, (laughs) I literally like I can I hear adam's like emotion more in this song than any other song he's ever written for this band the first ep is very emotional and there's like thanks for the anxiety if you listen to that song yep and you listen to the lyrics it's pretty deep but adam really lays it out here where people can actually relate to a lot of things where it's like everyone's had a shit day and they're finding a reason to just fucking forget about it and that's what this song is and maybe you go through that for months maybe it's two weeks but it's like a, it, you know, there's gonna be a lot of people that relate to it, and there's gonna be people a lot that not that don't relate to it. Like, but at the same time, like Adam said, it's so different for us that it's hard. It's in your face. We have Josh um, Herzer from Lions Lions, who I'm sure from Vermont, you know who Lions Lions is. Uh, they're I, I, like, I actually don't know who that is. Oh, so do yourself a favor. So I'm gonna uh, write, write that down too. Lions Lions is we used to. I used to call them the the kings of Boston post hardcore. They were 
just unbelievable post hardcore band. Um, it's all the members from Van. It's a couple of members from yeah. Van. Yeah, um, it's, it's, it's it's one. It's Brandon, Brandon was Brandon the drummer Brandon. of, of Vanna yeah. in the in the original. But I would. I would say they were very much connected with yeah. Vanna in the okay. early days of Vanna. Yep. Um, okay. And therefore I am as well. Therefore in that I am. Sort of yeah. and, now, and now in spirit and um, what's the other one, uh, but it doesn't matter. So it's, you know, it's just a big band. And for us, when we brought them in, we really wanted to do a feature because everyone else is doing features, mm-hmm. but we didn't want to do a feature that, like we didn't want to have Kellen Quinn. I love Kellen Quinn. He's like my favorite vocalist. But like we're not gonna call up on Kellen Quinn. He'll just take your money and be on a track, and it doesn't matter. Right. Uh, we wanted to find somebody to feature with us that we could connect with, be a part of the process, give us the good insights of what he thought was good in the band or in the song and what wasn't. And we found that with Josh. Eric has connections from the photography business, and you know hooked up with Josh. And now like he was in our music video for this track that just dropped today. Make sure you go check that out. Um, but it was just a good connection. And that whole song really came together. Like, it's a very strong, powerful song that not only lyrically it's like that, but it's instrumentally, it kicks you in the face. Excellent. It really does. Yeah. It, it, it's like another, and I think we do it really well, is create building energy in, in what we write. Um, like I really like to take a lot of time on like a bridge. Like I think bridges are crazy important and the song, like it builds and builds and builds. And then this, this bridge comes in and it just gets harder and harder. And then the the ending is going to stop. Yeah. The end of the song is literally the best thing we've ever written as a band. Not a fucking doubt. Excellent. Excellent. Yeah, well, um, you know, if, for, for anybody listening to this who has not gone to, to check out their, the new track, um, what the fuck are you waiting for? Just stop, stop listening to the podcast for a minute and go check it out. Like that's, yeah, that's, that's ridiculous. So, <laughs> um, well, so, and, and I mean, so this podcast is going to drop at 3 AM. So everyone should have already been listening to it for three hours <laughs> at that point. So why aren't you up listening? Yeah. To yeah. It? You should be, uh, watch the video too. It's It's the video is, uh, we we went pretty hard in the video this time. Our yep. first one yeah. we did was DIY. We did it on the pond in my backyard. I lived on a frozen pond back there in the oh, winter, nice. so we, okay. it was really cool. But this time we we pulled out some big guns. The video shot in 8K. We went to a little dive bar that um, Adam, Eric, and even Mark were absolutely regulars at at one point and still do often. Um, just super fun. Josh came down from Rhode Island. Um, we had a blast and it's just like, it's probably the coolest thing promise games ever done. It's a pretty legit video. <laughs> nice. nice. It's going in my head and, and nobody can see me right now, but I used to have a lot of curly, curly ass hair. Yeah. Where'd that go? Oh, Adam shaved it for the music video down to the, down to the, basically the skull. So I shaved it during the music During, sorry. Video. I meant during, during, I'm like singing, getting my head shaved. It's pretty so Colin, Colin is right. doing his parts in the music video while I am shaving his Really yeah. thick curl. <laughs> well, we loaded. We loaded. I was very, very active in loading the stuff into the bar on a ninety-degree day with no fucking air conditioning. So oh, yeah, yeah. hair was a little gross. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> I did shampoo it twice that morning just for you, but 
it didn't work out. I'm sorry. <laughs> Should have shaved you before you moved everything in, clearly. So. Yeah, probably, actually, oh, next but time. The, but the, the point was having it be featured in the in the video. You'll, you'll and see it's, it. You'll it's see perfect, it. yeah. Whenever, like, we all do solo shots in front of the bathroom and shit, and there's just me nice. getting my head shaved. It's really cool. Yeah, Very it's fun. cool, very cool. So... Um, all right. Well, I don't want to take up uh, too much of your too much more of your guys's time. I mean, this has been this. Has been, I mean, we could probably go all night chatting about yeah, just absolutely, absolutely random good. shit. But uh, <laughs> uh, but before before we uh, before we call it an evening and uh, um, so just plug away at uh, social medias where we can find you. I mean, I know yeah. it's, I know it's promise game because you guys lucked out and didn't have to have underscores and all that nonsense and things like yeah. that. But, uh, you know, so as far as, you know, you know, where, where are you guys most, uh, active and, and, uh, you know, where people are really going to find some, some great stuff from you guys. Yeah. So again, any reason to party just dropped today featuring Josh Serger from lines lines, um, hit us up on Instagram, Facebook, we're at, uh, at promise game straight up, nothing else. Um, go check us out on Spotify promise game, peep out that new song and go to YouTube. It's, um, you can go to our, you just type in promise game. We'll pop right up. Check out that new video, and uh, on top of that, we just opened up today our merch store. Um, awesome. Today's the first day we've ever launched merchandise. Um, mm -hmm. We you got some dope, dope, we're dope, not, dope merch on. And I'll tell you right now, you're not buying your run-of-the-mill band T-shirts. You're buying no, this is, nice. It's really nice. Yeah. Like we we went a little hard on the brand, and you're gonna buy nice, you know, nice ring-spun cotton. Feels like you're not wearing anything, and we got some really cool designs. Nothing. We got like one shirt for the Any Reason to Party release, which actually turned out to be my favorite shirt. But <laughs> nice. not the only. Uh, it's about the only traditional type shirt you'll see out there. So check out that merch store. It's uh, promisegame.bigcartel.com. Um, and yeah, other than that, just check out the new track. Um, we hope you guys like it. And, uh, you know, we're, we got a lot more coming too. Uh, 2021 is going to be a big year. We just got some big news today. We can't share, but, um, right. We can't share first, that yet. But. We can't share, but our first show ever as a band is going to be pretty fucking epic. All right. All right. Well, yeah. we, we will, uh, be keeping tabs on, uh, on social media to be able to find out where, uh, when and where and, and all that good stuff. So, um, Colin, Eric, Adam, thank you guys so much for, uh, for being on this and, and, you know, the, the inaugural episode of, uh, Cowbell yeah. Triangle and Kazoo and, um, you know, uh, I feel like we should have a ball of champagne for this, Anthony. Uh, now, Ooh. <laughs> wow. You know, we're, we're an hour and a half in and now you decide that that's what we should, I mean, <laughs> I know I got it. I probably could have gotten us one earlier. Yeah. We're, we're, we're on that one. I mean, come on. So, um, but again, guys, thank you so much for, uh, for being on this and, uh, uh, looking forward to, um, you know, the, the new single, you know, everything that's coming out. Um, got to, got to find me a promise game shirt. Uh, Hell yeah. And, and, we'll just, uh, send, we'll just send you one, bro. Don't worry about that. Listen, I, I, uh, I'm not going to argue with you if you want to do that. No, nope, so, we'll just but, send you one. We, uh, uh, we take care. We take care of our friends in the PG fam. Don't uh, worry about that's, that. That's awesome. So, uh, guys, thank you so much. And, uh, um, you know, all the best in, in, uh, what's coming up in 2021. Thank you, man. Really appreciate you. Thanks, having bye. Good talking to you. And that was my conversation with Promise Game. Do yourself a favor and go listen to their EP. It won't be long now as soon as possible. The entire EP is amazing, and if you like pop punk music, you're going to love the EP. But more importantly, you need to go wherever you listen to music and put any reason to party on repeat. It is such a great song, and if this is the direction that Promise Game is going musically, sign me up now. Before we call it a podcast... 
and give you a chance to listen to Any Reason to Party. I want to give one more shout-out to another group helping promote pop-punk music. Pop Punk Takeout Box is a monthly box filled with merch from pop punk artists from all over. I just received the first box, and it had a couple t-shirts. It had shorts, which was awesome, uh, a vinyl record, some CDs, and some stickers. And there's probably more in the box, but I was too excited from everything that I had already opened. They have two box size options to meet your budget and give you great merchandise from great bands. And they send you the stuff in either a pizza box or a Chinese takeout container. Go and check them out at poppunktakeout.com. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. Make sure you subscribe uh, at either Spotify or Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to your podcasts so that way you get the latest episode every single week. And remember, you can follow me on Instagram at RealAnthonyKnox, and you can also follow the show on Instagram at CowbellTriangleKazoo. Without any further ado, enjoy Any Reason to Party. (laughs) 